0: Hello everyone, I hope you are all in good health and you are ready to submit your work Um, You are ready to let it go and I get to grade it So I have received a couple of assignments and some came in today And I'm expecting some more submissions uh, tomorrow up to Wednesday so i am going to give you the whole of wednesday to sub um i mean to do some final touch-ups on your work and the deadline is going to be 12 midnight on wednesday okay so you've got the whole of 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 wednesday and then midnight uh, you know just before we go into thursday uh, that's going to be your deadline so no work will be accepted um, once uh, our calendars say it's now the 15th No, it's the 16th of of july okay so please make sure that you meet that deadline which is very important for you as journalists because journalism is really about deadlines there's so much pressure for you to produce uh lots of work lots of work but also it's high speed it is expected now the next hour and the next three hours because we've got to feed this online you've got to feed this um um bulletins these bulletins that um have to be um delivered to the public um and then you've got to have prepare for current affairs shows um in the afternoon so we have to adhere to deadlines given to us so for the benefit of those who are still doing some um, touch-ups on their assignments i'm going to do some explanations and maybe just uh, go through the brief once again to make sure that we are all on the same page and we understand what is being expected of us okay so this assignment i just want to uh emphasize this because i've had uh questions from students who are saying oh i need to interview this person i need to interview that person but they are not available they're not talking to me and all of that so for this assignment you were not expected to write the full story which you are going to do in the next assessment you are going to do this assessment was merely um assessing your um your news um um story uh planning okay it's how you plan to go out to cover a story in fact not just to go out to cover the story but from the conceptualization stage and then you go into the gathering um of your material and then the last part is actually writing up your story but we, we for this assessment you are not going to write the story but you're just going to write an intro okay Of which then uh, once this has been done then i'll have an understanding if we are able to then move on to the next stage or not Uh, the next stage is um the writing of stories you know now going out to interview people and then we write the full story okay okay so let's go back to the brief that i gave you for you to write your assignment so part part a which is the conceptualization stage uh that part you were expected to do what you call pitching of your story and pitching of your story idea it's something that you are going to do um it's not just for prince genders, you're going to do it for uh tv next year you're going to do it for radio next year i'm not sure if you're doing radio this year oh no i think you're doing next year you are gonna be doing radio you will be doing digital journalism so you're gonna be pitching study ideas and it's not just for journalism for production of of articles it's uh stuff that you do for any work Uh, That you will be doing uh, mostly with me, I usually ask students to pitch their ideas um, when before, even if it's academic writing, because I want you to have that mind map, to have the clear plan of how you're going to go about whatever piece of writing that you've got to do okay so you must just get used to pitching your stories and story ideas and being able to do it so that art we call it the art of pitching a story how you are able to uh give us your idea in a very concise way it's got to be short straight to the point and giving us the important details okay so we usually say if you were uh to get onto a lift uh, from ground floor up to third floor and then someone says what story are you working on today you've got to be able to give them every i am detail about the story that they need they they, they want to hear um or that you will be covering without uh taking long and giving unnecessary details okay so you have to have that art you've got to develop that art and for now it might be difficult but as you continue doing your work as you continue sharpening your journalistic skills you will be able to pitch your stories you will be able to sharpen that um skill of actually pitching story ideas the concise way uh, that gives all the important details. So even here then number 1 of part A was saying briefly pitch your story and justify its importance and newsworthiness. So here you are going to tell us okay this is the story I'm working on and this is why it's important and this is the newsworthiness. So there I was expecting you to actually maybe use the um what to the this thing we did in class the news values to say well this is my story idea and then you justifying the importance of that story idea and its news newsworthiness you were then going to take some of the news values that we, we we went through in class and say oh well it's it is it has a public interest um uh, value or it is about you know it affects a lot of people or it is um something that has to do with death because um because there's blood so you know if it doesn't bleed it won't lead you know that kind of of thinking about story ideas so you know all of those news values you were then going to use you know not all of them uh, um, but uh, you know a few maybe two maybe three maybe four uh because remember it has to be brief also you had to be guided by the um the, the, the marking scheme or the criteria say so it's five marks, so it's not going to be like the full page. Okay, you just have to use a few of those news values to just justify the importance of your story idea. And then we uh number two uh it's provide the most critical details of this story so there some people were actually uh confused as to well i've already provided the details you know number one so now how are you expecting me to provide even more details in number two so when we say the critical details it's like then you've got to tell us of of the you know <sighs> like the deeper details so let's say um an example let me just think of something that you want to write about him so uh let's say uh, a well-known gangster uh, from uh from umlaz is being um released from prison um on bail um i mean tomorrow okay it happened let's say um yesterday so now the most critical details would be that okay this person has been released We now we know all of those details i mean we, we know the, the the story that i did it to working on so the most critical details would be uh this person has got people who had testified and said they are scared of him okay um this person is not the first time offender uh this person you know had his home um touched when he was in prison you know those are the most critical details because now you are guiding us to actually say well other than the main idea i have pitched these are the other stuff that are happening around this person or around this incident that i want to write about Okay, so that's just one example. I'm not saying now you're going to have those critical um, details around any story that you'll be doing. Okay, some stories are just straightforward. They won't have such deep um, details and then part b was uh, on gathering information which is like the main part of your story i mean of of this assessment so what tools will you need when you go out to cover this story um here really it's 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 nothing difficult you just have to know um based on the books i hope you guys are using the books that i provided i that i sent you because uh, those were in as much as i shared them during lockdown. I remember that I said to Ndogozo, hey, if anyone is interested, they may read. And that's because we had received a communication from the university to say we mustn't continue with teaching and assessment so it's not because i um i was like just read them it was at that particular time because we couldn't continue with the teaching and learning um i then said whoever is interested may read but i ask you guys to go through those books and to read them so here it's nothing i taught in class Maybe I I might have mentioned it in passing, but I just want you to mention like three um, tools that you need when you go out to cover a story, particularly as a print journalist here's one thing i also want us to remember we are functioning as print journalists, so don't think of yourself as a radio journalist as a tv journalist you know as a new media journalist who are working online online journalist or multimedia journalist um i know that is exciting but for now because we are doing print journalism i want us to think in the context of print in the context of newspapers or magazines so that's how i want us to function also let us not think of ourselves as community journalists you know community media journalists let us think of ourselves as people who are writing for national media okay i had one student who wrote an intro and it was just identifying the area they are from and the assumption is that oh well if i'm from newcastle so everybody knows height and height everybody knows emma daddy no because i am writing for national media i'll have to say that height and height in newcastle north of KwaZulu natal okay or in height, height in newcastle KwaZulu natal something along those lines you've got to orientate your reader so they know where the play the the story is taking place or where it's happening okay number two is the location of the story even here you don't need to give me the address if you have the address that's okay but i just want you to to show that you know where this thing is happening so uh, as i've said that the story is happening in Umlazi section a or section bb okay that's enough okay you don't need to give me now the house number b489 no you just need to give me the location okay not the exact exact one Number three, who is your first point of contact before or when you get to the scene? So, or the venue or location of your story. So here, who is the first person you're gonna go to? Uh, Now you've got the story idea, and and you find that most of the time, because you've already conceptualized to say this is the story I am doing, and you could have spoken to someone and they told you that oh there's there's something happening at home or something happening in my community or a nearby shopping center or I witnessed this. So you find that okay maybe that person will be the first one because they have the 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 basic details that i might need for my story or the police officer who's there or the counselor or the teacher or the security guard or you know who is that first person you say okay this is the person i'm gonna go to So there I wanted you to name that person. So some stories are not like stories that have happened where there's like a scene or a venue. Sometimes it's just writing about someone, someone's story. So it's not like it's the scene, you know, it's like I'm going to go to somebody's house. So when I get there, maybe it's the son of the family who knows me. Maybe it's the neighbor who actually knows me. It's not the person that I'm going to be interviewing who knows me. Okay. Um uh, so you need to give us the full name of that person. Full name basically is the first name and the second name. A first name and the last name. Sorry. So it's Pelele Ngubane. I don't want you, please guys. We do not work with Mr. Miss Mrs. That's not important. We do not work with S C Gubane, no. We work with Spelele Gubane. Okay, we work with Andile Zoteti. We work with uh Dogozo Tele. You know, we work with Diana Comado. So those are the names we work with. We do not work with, you know, um N L N M uh, Lamin You know, we work with full names, name and surname designation is like the position of the person so as i said that it could be a neighbor a son or a teacher so that's what you meant by designation so the position of the person and then their contact number okay you've got to know the contact number because you can't leave the newsroom or you leave your home because i think by the time you go to work most of you won't actually be in the newsroom, you will be working from home or whatever um, location where you can work like environment where you can work um, not necessarily being um, stationed um, in a newsroom so the contact number of the person then that you're going to be talking to that's important, you need to have that person because you can't just leave and go to Mbangini to do a story drive all the way from Durban to Mbangini for two hours, um, around two hours, and then you get there you can't find this person, so what do you do? you don't have their numbers that's why it's important for you to get people's contact numbers and you save those numbers in your contact book i hope you guys have bought contact books i hope you are keeping these numbers because you are going to need them not just now not just for print journalism but for the future for your future in 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 genderism you are going to need them when you're doing other assessments and also when you leave school and you're gonna uh practice journalism you will need all of those contacts okay and don't uh take it uh like that uh, the people you are interviewing now you're just doing it for assignment so whichever community you go to doctor you go to teacher you go to security guard you go to um a vendor you go to um a neighbor you know whoever you go to counselor police officer whoever you go to for for comments or for story um details you do not uh sort of put away those numbers once you have contacted them you you you've you formed a relationship okay uh you want to build a relationship with a person you know you want to check on them now and then I mean you try to be their friends even though you might not really be their friend but you try to be closer to them you want them to think of you whenever there's an incident or newsworthy incident or what they found to be newsworthy you want them to think of you first you want them to contact you, you want them to phone you or to send you a message that's what you want with people so whoever that you are interviewing for this assignment whoever that you you talking to I want you to keep those numbers I want you to build that relationship they must know you you must know them you must now and then just you know say hi you know what's happening that side you know they can give you very good stories because stories happen outside they don't happen um uh, um, the comforts of your home and what we see on social media is not the full picture we always think that oh i'm going to get my all my ideas on social media but i mean think of people who do not have Facebook accounts who do not have Twitter accounts who can't tweet things as they happen who can't post about things as they happen So you've you've got to say, okay Not everybody's on Facebook. Not everyone everybody would I mean has data not even not on Facebook but not everyone has data and not everyone is going to uh, uh, Post about stuff that's happening around them. So that's why then need to go out and meet people and talk to people Okay So number five says, list three important uh, questions you will ask the main newsmaker in the story. Okay, so the main newsmaker. So some people have said that uh, the person that I wanted to write about has died. The person I want to write about um, is a scary person. Maybe he's an ANC person. I'm scared they might kill me. Okay. Um, And I'm saying that because there's been a lot of political killings in the ANC. Um, So, you know, um, you do uh, have such challenges, okay? Okay, one thing I want to address is that if a person has died, obvious. I mean, dead men don't talk. So you, there's no way you can talk to the person. So it's people around the person, you know, family members, friends, and all of all of those people. Um, sometimes a person is in hospital sleeping, uh, not sleeping, but she's in a coma, so they can't talk. Um. um to you about what would have happened uh, that you want to write about sometimes the person is not in south africa sometimes the person you know they just can't talk to you so that's fully understandable but the idea of not interviewing people because you are told that uh them they uh, they don't entertain such unfortunately as a journalist you are expected to confront such people okay uh but your your safety is 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 paramount okay Uh, life is important Uh, it comes first so you've got to protect yourself you've got to make sure that you are safe but i don't like the idea of from the wet go where people just decide that i'm not going to do it because it's scary i'm not going to do it because i'm afraid if you can't confront people if you can't go after people maybe this thing of journalism is not for you i'm just going to be honest um journalism is about making people uncomfortable journalism is about making people answer questions that they don't want to answer okay so you've got to make people uncomfortable having enemies having people who don't like you as a journalist it's part of the package it's part of what you are doing so there's no way i can sort of um I advise you to escape that. It. it is part of your job as a journalist. So, in journalism we also talk about the right of reply. Uh, some will say right to reply. Okay. So every person that you write about in your story, that person has a right to reply to what you have alleged in your story or what has been said about them in the story. You can write, you cannot write about food parcels being stolen and then you leave out an ANC counselor. You can't. Because those people will tell you that Tumam Kanzela has uh, been giving her friends Ama food parcels. You cannot write about... Um, corruption in some municipality and not have the municipality reply. You cannot write about Uspe being um, a a lazy teacher and not have Uspe reply to those allegations. So all the time, uh, you've got to give people a right to reply to whatever allegations that have been raised against them in journalism we function on the idea that there's there's always two sides of a story okay others will tell you that there's more than one side or there's more than two sides of the story so whoever that is is has has usually stories where there's um um where people where there's like contestation or people are are are, are, sort of alleging uh, that other people have done this and that you've got to give everybody a chance to reply obviously there are stories where you don't really need to have you know a right of reply so let's say you're going out to cover a story about Usually it's like happy stories, um, human interest stories, even though it would be nice to, to, to get the other side, but it's not as pressing as hard news, what you call hard news. Um I still need to, I don't know if I've done it with you. If not, then I'll do it with you. The categories of news where you've got hard news, human interest, um, feature and all of that. I think I've done it with you in class when we were analyzing newspapers. But I'm just going to do another lecture where we now go into the details of what constitutes um, hard news, uh, human interest, etc. So you always have to give people a right to reply to any allegations that are being raised against them. So here, number five, where you've got to list three important questions you will ask the newsmaker. Basically, the person, any person that you'll be interviewing in your story, the main person you'll be interviewing for your story, not just the newsmaker, the main person you'll be interviewing, who, I mean, what are the three questions that you are going to ask them? And remember that you've got to ask your, uh, your... your your people your interviewees the people that are in your story there's what you call uh closed questions and open-ended questions uh we're still gonna do that when you go into the art of interviewing for news uh but just to explain briefly open-ended questions i think you did this when we're doing um english in high school so open-ended questions are those questions where people have got to give you long answers they've got to explain themselves and be themselves and be descriptives and and be descriptive and all of that so that's what we call open-ended questions okay but closed questions it's where people give you like one red answer yes no uh, maybe could be you know those are closed questions and open-ended questions are useful in giving you details and more information more material for your story meanwhile closed questions would not give you that okay let's say you are interviewing that gangster who's been released from prison um and then you go there you've got three questions um so let's say you close questions you just ask when were you released and he's going to say yesterday um how do you feel going to say happy Uh, uh, what do you plan to do as you um, are now back home and it's going to say uh, work so those are three, three closed questions you're not gonna be able to get anything out of it that story won't have what you call meat it won't have meat okay but there are in uh moments where close questions are really really important that's where you are coloring a person and you want them to give you the the straight answer for example you are asking this person um this gangster um so the question is uh, it's alleged that you actually killed um a, a 90 year old um uh before you went to prison is that true you know you, because you just want him to give you that answer because that one with answer is so loaded okay so there are times where you want to use open-ended and then there are times where you want to use closed-ended questions okay it depends um what um, goal you want to achieve what you want to achieve uh with that question okay but when we uh do uh the art of interviewing for news stories and to creating questions before the next assessment you will get to understand this um uh, better then uh part c it's straightforward as well your byline byline is your name first name and your last name okay i don't need you to write by and gobani no Spirelingobane. just look at how newspapers write it they just write the first name and the last name i don't need your the by uh, prefix that people have been using and i don't understand why i don't need the date some people have, have uh, given me a date all i need is your name byline comes from this story has been written by okay um just go read newspapers you'll see what i'm talking about and then the intro guys intro is just one sentence okay not one line one sentence i don't want you to write uh two sentences three sentences because you feel like oh this first sentence is not going to uh capture everything well the reason i want you to write one sentence it's because i want i'm I'm actually pushing you to be able to fit in the most important details of the story into that one sentence okay it's it's me trying to teach you to be able to select the most important details of that story okay So you write that intro one, if you give me more than one sentence, I'm going to penalize you. So an intro is so simple. We've done intros and I think we are, I mean, there's nothing more I need to say about intros. After this assessment, I'm done with intros. Now I'm going to be focusing on other parts of your story. I'm going to be assessing other things um, in your writing. Intro is so simple. What is it that you would tell your friends, you would tell your family members when you go back home about the whole incident that happened? So you come back from an interview, a 30-minute interview, there's something that the person said that captured, you know, your attention. There's something that you found so interesting, okay, or so shocking, so um, unbelievable. So that one thing, that's where your intro comes from. Okay. And it's possible for you to go do an interview and actually come back with more than one story. Yeah. Uh, we are going to do that. For now, just do one story. But we will do that uh, for some of our assessments, uh, maybe for Prince Generalism 1B, where we say um, from one story, interview from one idea i want you to give me three stories that's how people are able to give you stories like on radio they give you a story on uh, every hour they give you a story um online they can from one incident they can write you multiple stories okay so that is something that i'm 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 still uh, going to teach you on how to do okay so i think everything has been ironed out Um, uh, regarding this assignment um, yes I'm still going to be taking questions and I think maybe questions are going to stop on the 14th because I don't expect anyone to be starting with their work on the 14th in fact I think everyone now has started if you haven't started then maybe you might want to start because time is running out okay um just one last um announcement that i want to do is that those who um who've got to write their um their um retest or and those who did not do the the, the first one we are going to do an open book one which i'm going to send and give you like an hour or two or like the whole day i'm still to decide um for you to do and then you submit it back to me i just need to after this assessment i'm going to form a separate um whatsapp group which will just be about um the the test okay it's to be for that uh, only, and then uh, once we've taken the test, we're going to delete it. Okay, so I did not want to discuss that uh, while you are still working on this um, assessment, uh, lest I confuse you. So please focus on this assignment, and then after this assignment, we are going to do the retest and then i'm going to do a bit of teaching before we go on to our last assessment for prince journalism 1a okay and then the others are going to come later which i think is going to be late september for those who are going to pass Prince journalism 1a then they're gonna go on to prince journalism 1b um all the best for the assessment um, i'm excited and i can't wait to start grading those assignments. Thank you.